What is up, my beautiful people? Let me introduce myself. My name is Keisha. I'm a metaphysical B-girl baddie mindset coach for all women who are trying to evolve into the life that is meant for you. I will guide you into your abilities to tap into your divine power that will fuel your desires for personal growth. Welcome to the Baddie Activation Podcast. Hello, hello to all the beautiful baddies tuning in today. I hope everyone is having a peaceful day and enjoying this present moment. It's your girl, Keisha. Welcome back to Baddie Activation Podcast. If you have not done so, please follow or subscribe to the podcast. And if you know a baddie that can benefit from this podcast, please share and tag me on Instagram. I'm at Baddie Activation. And if you feel called to, please leave me a review. I would love to hear from you, and it really does help grow the podcast. Plus, I want to make sure that you're all benefiting from this podcast. Now, I'm still pretty new to podcasting um, and all this stuff, right? But I, my intention is to try to reach as many baddies as I can. And from what I'm learning... Um, you know, leaving a review, sharing the podcast, those small actions really do help. So I'm asking everyone, if this is something that you're vibing with, help me out here. Let's try to get this podcast out to even more baddies out there. So before I jump into the episode, I wanted to kind of just give you an update. Um, I didn't record last week for a couple of reasons. It was Mother's Day, so typically, you know, holidays, I usually uh, will take a little a little break. But my basement flooded. So I'm in Denver, and we have been getting some crazy-ass rains. And I've lived in this house for well over 10 years, and we've never had any type of flooding issue. So, of course, we're not worried about that. Well, it rained for like two days straight, and it was like a Thursday night, so like two Thursdays ago, um, thank goodness my daughter noticed that her room was getting wet, so she came upstairs, and it was late at night, so she woke up my husband, and she's like, the floor is wet, and so he got up, and he was able to, you know, feel that the floor was getting soaked, so he immediately moved all of the furniture, you know, thank goodness we don't have a lot of stuff in our basement, um, with the exception of my daughter's room. So my daughter, my daughter's an artist. So she collects a lot of art pieces, a lot of um, collectibles that she has. And her room is like jam packed with stuff. So we had to, my husband for the first night, had to just get everything off of the floor. He had all these towels, blankets, you know, on the floor trying to soak up the water. So I woke up on Friday morning and typically my routine is I'll go downstairs to work out. And he's like, no, 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 you're not working out today. And he's like, the basement flooded. So in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, like everything is just floating in water, you know, and thank goodness the water didn't get that high. It was just, you know, obviously just got all the carpet soaked. So we had to start thinking about cleanup, you know, and so um, we called a place and the very first place we called was just so discouraging. They're like, well, it can be anywhere from $2,000 to $10,000 to fix this. And we're just like, oh, no, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll do it ourselves. So we have a shampooer. And we started to use that because it was so it was you know um, vacuuming up the water, so we went and invested in another one, got a couple floor uh, floor fans, and really tried to dry out the rugs ourselves. Well, we were making some progress, but I think it was like Saturday or Sunday, and I'm just like, we're the water still is coming up, like we need some help. 
So we called um, a couple other water restoration places and everyone was just so busy because we weren't the only ones that this was happening to. Finally got a hold of a company. This guy seemed, you know, um, he seemed legit. You know, he's like, hey, you know, I know what, you know, what's going on right now. I'll get to you, you know, within a day or so. He was here the next day. Um, seemed to be real honest. And he was. I mean, not that, you know, he ripped us off or anything. Um, but, you know, it was pretty expensive to just get the carpets dried. And of course, when you're dealing with water, like you have like five seconds to make a decision because, you know, if we didn't go with him and had to keep calling around and like go through the whole like estimates, this and that, like we were running the risk of getting mold. So we're just like, yes, 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 let's, please just help us out. So he brought in all the machines, um, took a couple of days, but he was able to get everything dried and thank goodness there was no um, indication of mold, but in the process in order to bring up the carpets right he had to remove all of our baseboards and so he was very honest with us he's like listen I will remove the baseboards just so we can get the carpet up and get it dried but that's all we do like we don't put the baseboards back on you will need to get someone else to come and you know put the carpet back you know put the carpet back down and put the baseboards back on so we're like fine just go ahead and do that so now (laughs) a week later it's like we're still trying to find people to come finish the basement so I have someone coming out on Tuesday that I explained what we needed to get done um, carpet reinstalled a new pad and then the baseboards and they said they can do it so I'm hoping and putting out there in the universe that the price isn't going to be too high um, because we did end up getting another quote from this other company and the price was just ridiculous. Like I would be better off just getting whole new carpet downstairs. But that's the other thing. Our carpet was, um, it didn't get ruined. So we still have our same carpet. So that's good. So anyhow, there's all this chaos going on. And typically when something like that is happening, I tend to feel super anxious. And something that I was noticing is that I wasn't as anxious. Don't get me wrong. I still had a day or so where I was freaking out a little bit. Um, but what really helped me, and I know I've talked about this a lot before, is gratitude. Like every day I just kept telling myself, well, I'm grateful that none of our belongings got damaged. I'm grateful that our carpet is still in good shape. I'm grateful for my mom who was able to help with the girls and taking them to school. I'm grateful for my job who was like super supportive and flexible with my work schedule. Like I still had a lot of stuff to be grateful for, even though my house is in such a chaotic mess right now because of course everything from the basement had to come upstairs so it's like we're it feels like we're living in like a one bedroom apartment um it's just bananas so grateful you know gratitude really has helped me we're almost to the end i can feel it um so things are definitely starting to look up plus my middle daughter graduated also um a couple days ago so we're kind of going through the graduation process and so there was just a lot going on but i made it i'm feeling good i'm still feeling blessed and i definitely wanted to record um a podcast today rather than just i mean it could have been very easy to say you know what the house is a mess i don't have anywhere to record i'll just do it next week but i didn't want to do it like i need to kind of get back into my routine um thank goodness now that the downstairs is cleaned up i can go back into my workout routine so that's been helping me too um so i'm hoping that you know by the end of this coming week everything will be back to normal plus we go on vacation in like a week and a half for my daughter's graduation um so yeah there's just a lot going on but i'm doing it i'm killing it you know 
So definitely wanted to show up for you all. Um, plus, I have a really good topic that I want to talk about. Um, it's funny because, so a real life situation happened. That's kind of what started this thought process. But I heard these two amazing quotes. And after I heard these quotes, I was like, oh my gosh, like that was like a sign that I need to bring this topic to the podcast. So we are at, oh my goodness, episode 27. And the title of the podcast is Haters Need Love Too. And the podcast jam is Reverie. And the name of the song is Critique Like Me. So she has this line and she says, I used to make the mistake of giving a fuck about what people thought of me. And nowadays I really don't concentrate on the hate. I'm just doing my thing. So the quotes that I'm really talking about is um, one was, is by Pitbull. And he says, I love haters, to be honest with you. I show them nothing but love. They're the gasoline to the fire. To be honest with you, if you're not getting hated on, you ain't doing shit right. You need people talking about you. You need people saying, no, I don't like that person because in turn, they really want to be you. So that's the first quote by Pitbull. And then Prince says um, he was asked what he thought about people talking shit about him. And in a very calm Prince manner, his response was, well, it doesn't bother me. It's more of a reflection of how that person feels about themselves. So based upon the song, the quote, and the title, we're going to talk about some haterism here. So recently, um, these past couple weeks, I've had two situations where um, I heard someone had made a comment about me. And in both situations, the comment was just like, it really was untrue. Like this person, these both of these people like are literally creating this narrative in their head that is not even true. And both of the times when it was brought to my intention, I was just like, I honestly laughed at it because to me where I'm at right now in my life and I'm just like why would I still get haters like this is freaking funny to me but when I heard Prince and Pitbull talk about that I was like there it is it's time to start really reframing when people say negative stuff about us because it's gonna happen like there is no age limit as far as you know when you reach this age no one's you know you're not gonna be hated on like that just doesn't exist right I think I've talked about that before, right? So going back to Pitbull, right? He talks about how he loves his haters. And when I thought about that, I was like, you know what? Like both of these situations when I heard what was being said about me, A, it wasn't true. And I kind of felt sorry for these people. And it's crazy because that's really, I I wouldn't have felt that way like a few years back. Like I immediately would have reacted or started to immediately go in defense mode and, you know, done all this stuff. But where I'm at today and what I've learned, what I've gone through to get to where I'm at today, like honestly, someone's opinion about me is none of my business. Like if it was someone who I actually valued and I really cared what they thought about me, I would maybe have a conversation with this person. But in both situations, I'm good. Like, bye. So... I really found myself this time around showing empathy and compassion towards these people. Like, wow, like you really feel that way and you feel like you need to like repeat that to other people. Like I just, it was, it was a crazy ass turnaround for me. Like for me to feel sorry for someone that was like basically just lying on my name. But I think that's growth and I think that's awesome. 
And then to kind of just piggyback again with Prince, like when someone is talking negative about you, that's their own like vibration that they're giving off. So it's not really something towards you. It's really something towards them, how they feel about themselves. So really hearing, you know, both of those perspectives really just got me on this whole um, topic of really learning how to reframe when we're getting hated on because haters going to hate. So the law of vibration, right? I've talked about that before. When people are speaking hateful things or shit that's just not true, that's the vibration that they are sending off to the universe for themselves, right? Like energy attracts like energy. So someone who is saying this negativity, like that's what they're attracting into their lives. And I think for me, that's kind of how I see things now. And I think that's where the compassion comes into place because it's like, girl, you don't have to live a life in negativity. Like change your thoughts, change your words, and you could probably change your life. So I've really learned now just to show people who suffer from haterism, compassion and empathy. And that's definitely something that I want to share with you all and try to, you know, try to, my intention is for you to also try to follow that path, right? Like really try to reframe because I know that a lot of us still will get heated if someone is talking shit. And I get it. Like I've had conversations with people where they're like, da 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 this person's running their mouth. And like they get so heated off the situation. And it's like, girl, don't give that person that power. Like it's okay. I've seen how people don't even realize or even have a clue as to how damaging that haterism is like it damages them more than it damages you so listen I can't save everyone nor can you so there's going to be times when we will just have to practice removal of certain people in our lives to protect our own energy and that's okay so it may be physical or mental removal Thinking back to the situations that I was just talking about, neither of these people exist in my life, to be honest with you. (laughs) That's the other funny thing. So therefore, for me, it really just comes down to not entertaining thoughts from either one of these individuals. So it's actually pretty easy for me. But I can see where maybe if it's someone who is physically in your life, that can be a bit of a challenge. But you owe it to yourself to really be... um, be in control of who you want in your around your energy around you like it goes back to boundaries like learning how to set up boundaries you know protect your energy it's okay so the only reason why I'm speaking about it is because I'm open to exploring all of my left lessons into blessings and into knowledge that I can share with you and honestly again after hearing Pitbull and Prince's quotes I took that as a sign that I needed to talk about this with you guys and also to acknowledge my own growth. So the old me again, you know, I would have really cared about what people said about me. Like I remember a time where that would, that would bother me if someone said something negative about me, even if this person wasn't in my life, right? You know, we're always going to be the first to see our own growth and, and so important, we should celebrate that. That goes for you as well. Growth is something that is a lot of times internal. And 
sometimes people on the external aren't going to necessarily see that. And some people will, like, you know, your your close family and friends, though, they may see that, but we're always going to be the first to see that. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a magical thing. And we need to celebrate that. I think a part of this conversation is me celebrating the fact that I don't allow haters to bring me down. Like, I don't allow that anymore. You know, I have three daughters, so I've had multiple conversations with my girls about so-and-so talking shit about them. And 100%, I will give them my advice and how unimportant that is now. But they're teenagers, they're young women, and I know that they don't hear me yet. But I continue to plant that seed in them, though. So that's really what my my intention for this podcast today is to plant the seed that, you know, if you're still experiencing getting upset by someone saying something about you that you know was not true, like it's time to take back your power and to reframe that and really just turn it around and try to show that person compassion. And I know that's hard. Trust and believe. I know that's hard, but it's doable. My intention is to show you that no matter how old you are or how old we are, like wherever we are in our lives, we have the power to reframe our view on haters. We do that by showing love, kindness, and compassion. Remember, it's not you. It's something that you are doing probably very well and that they're mad about or jealous. And both of those emotions are such low vibes to be putting out into the universe. It's funny because I've never really understood the whole um, take the high road until now. And trust me, I'm cruising on that high road in my 64 Impala bumping me some reverie. So we are all in control of how we react to anything in our lives. And that includes comments that are probably not even true. So when I think of haters, to me, it's someone that's jealous and wants to try to take you down because you're riding high. Haters only win if you show a reaction. So imagine not responding or just continue living your dope-ass life. Now that would really get under their skin because they want a reaction. Be very stingy with your energy. Choose to invest it wisely on things that are going to elevate you. So my closing thoughts today. Be the energy that you want to receive and trust me, all of the other bullshit will melt away. Don't ever allow someone's low vibrations to mess with your vibes. Until next time fam, peace, love, and unity.